Hello, everybody, and welcome to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with my other host, the incredible Rick Warren. How you doing, Rick? How's Eddie doing tonight, man? Uh, exhausted. But, you know, this, <laughs> this, this story that you brought up to me has me all worked up. We're going to be talking about, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know how to even start on this one. But I, I think we've all heard about it, spectrophilia, but... I think we've heard about it in different ways to where I think a lot of us don't really understand what spectrophilia really is. And there is a definition for it. And there's a definition for succubus and uh, incubus. I mean, so we've got two different type or three different types of, I guess you could say, sexual encounters with the unknown or with the spirits or in the spirit world. So, I mean, exactly. this is like some crazy stuff here. So, you want to jump into this, Rick, and uh, kind of like fill us all in on this? Well, I will attempt to. Yes, I will. Thank you, Eddie. And uh, good evening to everybody that's in the chat. And uh, enjoy you being here. Thank you. Um, what prompted me, Eddie, to get a hold of you was the fact that I had a couple investigators call me. And they said, we have some information that you might be interested in. And I said, okay. And they asked me, they said, are you sitting down? And I said, well, do I need to be? And she said, well, maybe. <laughs> and she went on to tell me, she said, well, Rick, she goes, what we're doing. She goes, we're, we're in a case where there is a evidence of what is called spectrophilia. Now, the definition of that is basically a sexual attraction to ghosts or basically people, male and female, having relationships with an entity and or a ghost. Okay, being attracted to, um, I mean, you're being attracted to something you can't see. Is it just the the idea behind it that attracts people, you think? Or, or, or do some of these people actually see a manifestation where they feel that, you know, hey, you know, for being dead, he's kind of cute or she's kind of pretty. I mean, how does this work? <laughs> well, actually, I mean, it it does. It, it it can entail both, Eddie. It can be a non-entity in the essence of it being visible. And uh, there's cases where both men and women have felt this presence with them, um, but not see them. They can feel the touch. They can feel everything going on, but they can't. They cannot see them. And there is other cases where there are is full blown apparitions. Wow. Uh, there's different categories of this going on, just like you said. Um, the spectrophilia is just the idea of people actually having a relationship with a ghost or an entity. Uh, later on, I do have some notes here that I want to go over with everybody as far as what actually happens when you include what's called the incubi and the succubi. Now, those are actual demonic presence, Eddie. The incubus those and are, the succubus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And those are actually demonic um, um, entities, like I said. This is the, the far end of the spectrum. Well, from what I understand what on those, people are talking. Yeah, from what I understand on this incubus and succubus is the fact that it's actually the same thing, only they're able to manifest either male or female in order to, I guess, uh, capture or attract their victim. Yes. Yes. 
that you're you're exactly right. Um, there's a lot of this has been going on, Eddie, and I, I as I was looking up my notes and doing my research and everything. This has been going on since the 14th century that they have actual writings and actual people talking. And this is not only um, in our culture, as far as our culture is concerned, but it's, um, it's going on in a lot of different other cultures too. It's, it's going on in the Greek culture. It was happening in India. It was happening in, in um, all over the place, actually in, uh, worldwide. India. That, that brings me to a, a story. I forget what they call it over there, but there is a woman spirit that is set to seduce the man or to, to, to seduce males and then basically kill them. But there there's a word for her. I can't remember what... I'm sorry? Is it called the djinn? No, no. That, djinn's, a djinn okay, is that's a, a spirit. totally different. Okay. Right, but this is something different, and it's... Uh, this is a female and for for lack of better terminology for this thing i would consider it a succubus um Mm -hmm. because it is a female spirit of some sort probably a demon and it's actually able to show itself in your wildest fantasies basically make you very attracted to where you're going to follow her and of course at that point in time she's going to kill you so uh, yeah, there, there. That that's a that's an, a a real deal over there, and people are scared to death of her. But I forget the name of what they call her over there. Yeah, um, this also happens has been happening uh, in the Arabic community, the Greek community, and Celtic community, where they're getting actual reports of this phenomenon. And that's and recently. Yes, this is recently. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason that I got the phone calls is because some of the people that was talking with other people, and, and this is something that was brought to my attention, Eddie, was the fact that... You um, see that? What Genesis... Is some, excuse me? Genesis, no. They are called... Shereel? Uh, Shereel? Shereel. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I've heard that term. But I I don't think we're pronouncing it right. I don't either. I don't. I Janice is a lot more. I'd have, um, I'll just butcher that stuff. one to death. <laughs> but you know there there's so many cases that I've heard of, but I hadn't heard of anything recently. And the fact that you brought it up and said that this is something that's been occurring, and a lot. I mean that's just kind of uh it's kind of freaky. Well, do you remember the movie called Ghost? Patrick mm-hmm. Swayze and um, Demi Moore. That well, is kind of this the the take that everybody had on, well, actually, a ghostly encounter. Okay. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, if it was um, Demi Moore, I'd be trying to get to her too, even if I was a ghost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah she'd be not, dropping man. soap left <laughs> and right. No shit. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but this is something that, you know, has been going on, like I said, since, well, wow, way back way back, way back, clear into the 14th century, uh, reports of this activity happening. Um, this also happened in 1995 because of with the movie called Casper. They mm-hmm. were um, very hesitant to bring Casper out, but the, actually the, the movie itself, I didn't see that movie, but maybe somebody has some information on that. 
but uh, they said that uh, there was hints and innuendos in the movie Casper. Hmm. Um, Keisha, the very popular um, mainstream musician or what a uh, singer or whatever she might be, she told um, um, Ryan Seacrest, and this is on Main TV. This is on Main TV that in her 2012 song Supernatural, it was entirely about an in- sexual encounter with a ghost. Well, right here, uh, Janice says, like I told Rick, we had an ongoing case we followed for five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. And, that, and that's, yeah. And this is what gets me is that once this starts, once this is a dominant factor in someone's life or the family or whatever, it is very, very hard to get rid of. Mm. I've talked to different clergy about this, and <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Eddie. Some of the some of the clergy just shut the door in my face. They didn't oh, want to I talk it. about it. I they believe. Didn't it. Want to talk about it? They didn't. They said, you know, basically, you're looking at at a, you know, I was basically wrong for even bringing it up. You know, mm-hmm. some of the clergy. Yes, I I know. Yeah, okay. Uh, what else did you want? And that's all they would say. And this is what gets me about the clergy of today is that we have so many cases of people. I have one right now, Eddie, that's active. She just called today and said that since I'd been there and we talked and everything, that the activity is ramping up even more so. And we have things that go on and she has been to the clergy. She's been to the Lutheran, the Baptist, you name whatever clergy you want to talk about. The Catholics been there three times and they shut the door in her face actually and said, you need to deal with this on a professional manner. Yeah. I dealt with Baptist church on a case oh. that we had a while back. And I mean, the, the guy, I mean, he, he really, he pissed me off and uh, I got into it with him and kind of uh, called him out for being a fake um, before it was all said and done. But uh, yeah, and and I don't I don't deny the the clergy is very uh, reluctant I think to help people with these uh, situations or this type of case. This That's isn't why I, even dealing with um, what we're talking about now. This is just an ongoing case of her having activity in her home, mm-hmm. and the last time one of the um, churches come out to to her place, they asked for money. Right. You know. And I, I, I don't know anybody in my constituents or anybody else like that. We don't ask for money, Eddie. No, we, we don't, don't either. We, don't, we, I know you don't, and I know other people that's in your group. You don't either, you know. And this is where I guess I have a really strong um, dislike for anybody that sits there and charges for something that basically it is free to anybody that's available with it and everything. Yeah. And I mean, we, we let them know up front, you know, we're not going to charge for anything. However, coffee and donuts are appreciated, especially being yeah. a cop. I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's police food. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a British woman, Eddie. Her name is Amethyst realm. Okay. She went on the BBC network, British woman claiming to have had sex with 20 ghosts. And at this moment, she at this moment she is engaged to one of the spirits. I wonder if the other spirits know about each other. I know, right? You think they saw each other on passing? I don't know. 
know. They probably tagged each other on the way out, you know. Lucy Liu, one of the predominant uh, uh, female artists in Hollywood. In 1999, Eddie spoke to U.S. Weekly about taking a nap and having an, an actual orgasm from the sex that she had with a ghost. Hmm. And so this is, this, is, uh, this is something that's going on all over the United States. This is something that is being passed on. Uh, again, I'm going to allude to what was uh, asked me and told me on my phone conversations was that a lot of people are actually blaming the occult and blaming the uh, paranormal world for you, opening the doors you know to what, this phenomenon. What all this reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you ever saw a scary movie and uh, where you've got that demonic ghost that he's uh, after the girls, right? And then you got that one girl that was trying to get away from him and he was jumping on her and you just see her moving like, you know, somebody's, you know, having their way with her, but you don't see anything and she's really liking it. So anyway, when he pulls her shirt up, he sees on her panties where it's uh, something like Friday and he looks up at the calendar and it's like Monday, you know, so she's had those on for like a week and he gets freaks out and he throws her to the ground and he's trying to get away from her and she's chasing him down going, where are you? Where are you? Get back here. You know? And, uh, and, and I know I'm making uh, fun of a, of a serious situation here, but I mean, you kind of have to put things, I think in a little bit more humor in order to deal with some of the unknown, because I mean, you're talking about something that you really have no control over. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, and I think if yeah. you, if you, uh, take it too seriously, you know, I think it could have, uh, a bad effect on you. Um, you know, just being worried that something like this could actually take place or happen. Well, Eddie, in 1982 is when this really come into prominence on the Hollywood set, so to speak. Barbara Hershey, very well-recognized actress in Hollywood, did a movie called The Entity. And this is a documented case example of exactly what we're talking about. Um, these two UCLA professors, one was a parapsychologist, and the other was professional, um, basically professor, as far as that goes into the paranormal. And it happened in Culver City, California. And she had four children that was living with her. And basically, it got to the point to where the children were being scratched, being bit, being kicked. And when the attacks happened, this was, I mean, very, very violent rape scenes as far as when they, this when this come out, this was really a movie that was talked about as far as, well, we want to just let you know there's going to be sexual situations here that you may not want the kids to see, which I can see now. I've seen the movie. And no, I would want my kids to see that kind of stuff. But this happened in 1982, Eddie, and it is a fide case and is still ongoing. They wow. did a complete workup on her and actually had parapsychologists, had professional psychologists, photographs, photographers, everything in her house. And they actually filmed and pictured some of the activity that was going on. And um, 
it was so so evident to them that something was going on they presented it to the school and to the actual community as to let's do something about this they wanted a controlled environment because they could not control the environment there at her house so they set up an environment there at ucla and actually locked her in the environment and watched 24 hours pictures of what was going on with her it actually did attack it actually did take out the the movie set it took out everything it it, basically they pissed it off Mm -hmm. and um she walked out of the set and off the off the uh everything that was going on and said you can't do anything for me yeah janice just said janice just said the film is based on a 1974 case of doris bither a woman who claimed to have, have been uh, repeatedly sexually assaulted by an invisible entity and who was observed by doctors or, or by doctoral students, I'm sorry, at the University of California, Los Angeles. Yeah. Wow. And that's basically when, when this was brought to the forefront of the actual uh, cinematic community and everything. It was lauded as being one of the first breakthrough movies and everything else like that, but it didn't really say anything and go in depth as to what it was and how to deal with this. And this is what we're dealing with now, Eddie, Hmm. is that the people that talked to me said that that they were blaming part of the paranormal community for opening up the doors with these new shows, with the ongoing shows and everything else like that, that you have a bunch of people, kids and everything else like that, walking into the paranormal world and opening portals and opening doors and not knowing how to shut them. And I have to agree with that. I really do. As much as I'm thinking, I had to stop and think, Eddie, really? We are actually doing that? But I, I, it's not us. It's the ones that do not have the knowledge and the protection that we, we so much need and, and ask for when we go on our investigations. Well, not only that, I think, Rick, but I think also the fact that the paranormal is such a widely talked about field now it's uh more people than ever before now believe in the paranormal whether it's hauntings ufos cryptids you name it i think that there's a lot more belief in the paranormal or the unknown than there was at any given time and i think because of that and because of the acceptance i think we're also running into a lot more uh a lot of issues that we normally wouldn't have run into. Yeah. It's getting to the point now to where these people are opening um, doors, like I said, and portals. Um, There's actually people I was looking on uh, my research and everything. Um, This Patty Negri, N-E-G-R-I, Negri. She's a supposedly good witch, but She's the leading expert in psychic medium and ghost sex 101, Eddie. She actually has a course and a study to where you can learn how to open this door to ask for a sexual person to be with you. Wow. And well, I, goes, I guess if you're single through. and, uh, you know, kind of like having a very lonely Saturday night, <laughs> but yeah. You know, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that would that constant... lonely, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I was going to say, I, I don't know uh, if I've ever been that lonely before. No, 
But I mean, she knows and she sat there and she set up some guidelines that I wrote down because I was reading this and I couldn't believe that this was actually something that people listen to and open up the doors to what is actually going on. And she says the guidelines is one, know that it is real. Okay, well, that's nice to know. You're actually inviting a real spirit from beyond in and that you are opening a real portal into other realms. Well, she's being honest about that. True. Because, I mean, anytime we go into the, a paranormal situation, uh, especially people that go into Ouija boards, spirit boxes, or whatever, we're asking for them to show themselves. We're asking them for, for communication. And Eddie, sometimes we don't really know what is actually coming through. Have you ever had that experience? Oh, well, you never know what's coming through. I mean, you can only speculate. Um, even mediums that, you know, are highly trained and have been doing this forever, I don't think completely know what they're dealing with. Because, I mean, unless you can actually physically see and know what's behind what you're actually looking at, if you can even see it, I don't think there's any way you're going to be able to tell. Because let's face it, even demonics can sit there and change the way they look into like a little boy, little girl whatever the case may be, something non-threatening so that you would give it a s acceptance. And it's looking for that acceptance. So, I mean, you really technically don't know right. what you're dealing with. I mean, but think about this for a moment. I mean, if this is something that's coming up and it's, you know, becoming very uh, prevalent, I bet you it won't be long before somebody tries to monetize on it and we have a dating site where you can date a ghost. Only instead of an actual picture, you got a bunch of just empty screens where, you know, sorry, it didn't show itself, but, you know, this is so-and-so, you know, and, and you end up dating, uh, you can actually uh, get on a dating site for spirits. That and, and I can see that happening, and it would not surprise me. Yeah. Now, this woman I was telling you about, about Patty and everything, she said that the other um, um, guidelines that she has is that, now, if you do this, okay, and you open up the door, know your belief system, she says. Who you're going to call if you get scared? Well, Eddie, if you open up that door and you get scared, I think it's it's pretty much over as far as uh, getting scared and, you know, things like that. Um, and she also says, don't get scared. Fear will do two negative things. One, it will prevent anything from happening altogether or bring in the wrong energy. Now, I, I have a problem with actually somebody listening to someone like that because you're looking at walking down a very, very dangerous course and a very dangerous path. There is protection that you and I, every time we go into an investigation that we ask for, mm -hmm. we open the, the investigation and we close the investigation under this protection. If you have people like this Patty person actually telling people to go ahead and invite them in. That's opening a doorway of, of I mean, cliches, you're, it might sound. Yeah, I mean, Pandora's you, you're not going to be able to close it. Yeah. Because yeah. once it's opened and you end up with that door opened up, it's going to be open and it's going to be like a, almost like a, a light at the end of the street where other entities and you're not going to be able to control what they are, are going to see it and they're going to come through. And exactly. Then, and then you're going to end up in trouble. Yes, I agree totally with that. 
And it's sad because we have so many gullible people and so many young people with the ability to get on these computers, get knowledge of what's actually going on because they heard about this or a friend talked about it, or maybe somebody experienced it and it it just quipped their imagination. And by God, I want to know what's going on too. Yep, exactly. But I, I do feel that if you meddle in things that you're not completely versed in, you're going to end up with a lot of neg- negative entities coming toward you because they're going to be able to tell that this person here does not have the experience and they're going to, they're going to go after them. You know, they're going to go after the inexperienced. And I think that by doing so, it's going to cause a lot more, a lot of fear and a lot more incidents of, uh, I guess, bad ghost hunting tales, I guess you could say, in, uh, in, in the paranormal world. It will. You're exactly right. I spoke to this girl, this woman named Patty. She's in the United States, okay? But there's another guy, uh, occult master Eric Von Roth, is based in Israel. You can get on his site, and he offers member secrets to attracting a succubus or an incubus. Now, Eddie, I don't know about you, but that is the last thing, the very last thing I want any of my friends or my kids or associates wanting or having to deal with that. Absolutely. Like you, like you were talking about, you know, you have no idea what you're inviting in. And it only gets worse. We all know that yeah. from, from prior experiences and seeing what happens to people who dabble in the occult or into things of that nature that have no idea or business diving into it to begin with. Yeah. It's it, all it fun something... and games until shit hits the fan. Right. Right. And then you don't know what to do. You don't know who to turn to. You don't know. You don't know what, what's going to happen. And that's what's going on right now. And this is why this was brought to my attention was that it's getting out of hand, so to speak. It's getting, it's getting to the point to where people are being hurt and that people are being influenced so much so that they're looking for help, Eddie. And Janice says uh, that you probably have to pay that guy. And I'm sure you do. I'm sure he's not going to do it for free or do what he says he's going to do supposedly for free you know right. you'll take your money i'm sure but, but yeah there's, the a, idea, there's a lot of that, stuff you've you know, got to be careful with a lot of things you got to be careful with just like anything bad that you try and have done to somebody like visiting a, a curandera which something to that effect and you try and do something bad that shit comes back on you tenfold i mean you may get your way but when it comes for payment you're going to pay. Oh, I agree. Totally. Yeah. And that's the same thing with Santa Rhea. Same thing with Wiccan. There's, there's different avenues of approach and it's all out there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I'm glad that we have this ability to reach people and be able to talk to them and everything. I'm happy that we are able to help with people that are having spiritual or get spiritual conflict in their life and everything. I don't do this, Eddie to sit there and make a name or, or become uh, famous, so to speak, because of the 
paranormal. I'm doing this because I know and I realize, and so do you, that there's a need out there that people have that is under spiritual oppression, that is under spiritual conflict. And I got a phone, just like I said, I got a phone call today from a lady that I'd been with probably about five weeks ago. And it's getting worse with her. Wow. And these are things, these are things that we have to take into consideration when we take the responsibility of what you have and what I have in a community such as what where we live and, and the people that are around us, that people are knowledgeable, know what they're walking into before they actually jump and, and jump into the waters. I've seen people jump in lakes before and not even know how deep the water was. Very true. You know? And this is the same example. This is the same thing that people are doing now in the occult, into into witchcraft, into voodooism, into the Wiccan, into anything that is going on as far as a paranormal and anything paranormal. Yeah. And, you know, one of the other things that you see a lot are people who and, and I'm guilty of this because when I was a teenager, my friends and I, this is well before anybody was ghost hunting. This is well before EVPs. This is well before any of this, where we would take recorders and go into a cemetery and just leave the recorder, you know, with a cassette tape and let yeah. it record for 30 minutes on one side, return back, flip the tape, hit record, leave, come back when it was done, pick it up and then go home and listen. And this was before anything like that was done. And we, we picked up a lot of stuff and we had no earthly clue what we were doing or what we were dabbling in. And I remember this one time we were at this one set, we we were driving by this one cemetery and there was a monolith covered in like vines. And this was at night. You could see it with the, with the headlights. It looked like it was covered in vines and was old, you know, dingy cement, you know, that kind of a thing. But mm-hmm. when we went in to go check it out, it wasn't there. Still can't explain it to this day. Don't know. But, you know, we learned lessons the hard way. We back did. Then. <laughs> and uh, now, luckily, if anybody's willing to uh, take on uh, an endeavor like this, at least now there's a lot of content where people can actually look at and watch and listen and learn before jumping out and getting their feet wet. And this is one thing, Eddie, that you talked about, and uh, basically Janice and I have talked about it, a lot of people have talked about it, is the fact, don't provoke. You know, don't don't go up there cussing at them. Don't go up there, out there, and, and, and just rage and rage on as far as what you want, who are you. I demand that you show me who you are. I I come to you and invoke your power. I, I, all of that stuff. Basically what you're doing, Eddie is conjuring. Mm-hmm. And, and what it does is basically it gets the attention, what you want, but maybe what you want and what you get are two different things. And you're going to get something that's going to have the power and the ability to come at you. You're not going to get something that's just going to show itself just because you said, I yeah, guarantee you, exactly. if, it, if it comes at you or if it shows itself or it makes itself known when you're pulling something like that, it's not going to be happy and it's going to show you who's who. Yeah. And it's sad because you have a lot of people that get lost into this and 
I know that you learned, the, I know I learned the hard way. I got caught up in, in uh, Arizona with, a, with what they call a bruja. And it took me three different cleansings to finally rid myself of that lady and her power and everything that went on between the time that I met her. And I finally got myself rid of her. Hey, and it got, opened my eyes, Eddie. Yeah. And we got Sonia in the chat. She just jumped in. Hey, Sonia, how you doing? We haven't seen you in a Hi, while. Sonia. I hope you're doing well. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Sonia. But yeah, I just wanted to bring the attention to the world and to our, our network and to the people that are affiliated with this show and everything, the chat room and everything, that there are things that are best left alone. And what we're experiencing now is people that haven't and, and people that are asking for these things to happen. And now that they're happening, they're seeking out help because they don't know what to do, Eddie. Well, no, and, and they're, they're, they're not going to know what to do if they're just jumping into stuff like this. They're basically, basically going into it blind. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, like you said, I mean, when we first started out, I was doing it in the 70s just for something to do you know, have fun and oh yeah, that's scary. Let's bring so-and-so out of here and scare the bejesus out of them. And, you know, um, didn't know what we were doing. Didn't know what we was uh, looking into, but only that, um, my God, it was fun on Halloween when everybody got together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We're just lucky. None of this kind of stuff happened to us. Yeah. I, we because, really are. Yeah. It could have been real bad and could have, uh, it could have changed our whole perspective on the paranormal if something like that would have happened to us back in the day when we were doing stupid stuff and not really knowing what we were doing. Oh, exactly. I agree. Totally. The outcome of what's happened now is that, that we have learned and that if you have any questions about the paranormal, if you have any questions about what's going on, look at the word itself, paranormal. Okay understand exactly what that word and the meaning is. Okay. And then go from there. Mm-hmm. If you so desire, because the word itself will tell you exactly. Maybe this is something you don't really want to endeavor in. Maybe this is something you don't want to in- involve yourself in. And it is something that, um, I don't know. It is something that just, we have to be careful, Eddie. I can't stress that enough to the people listening and and the people in the chat. Of course, these people in the, in the chat know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Janice is a very, very astute um, woman in, in the paranormal. She's been around quite a long time. And um, I'm glad we're able to talk with people like her because we can talk together and, and actually come up with a plan to help yeah, so, Sonia as well. Sonia is very, very knowledgeable in this as well. And uh, Janice says, the ongoing case we are dealing with, the mom played with a Ouija board in a graveyard. And then what she brought home attached to her 12-year-old daughter, biting her on the thighs and tormenting her for years. That is bad. I mean, I don't know what I would do if something like that happened. I mean, that's, that's crazy. I mean, to have your daughter attacked after something like that. Exactly. There's another, I, I had another case that was brought to my attention too, basically just like the one she was talking about, only the fact a mother and her son went to a graveyard on a ghost hunt for something to do that weekend. And they sat there and they uh, started seeing shadow people in the graveyard in cemetery, Eddie. And, um, 
it chased them all the way back to the car and they got back in the car and, and, and drove off. She thought that's the end of it. I'll never do it again. God forgive me. I'm sorry. Well, a week later it started attacking her son too, too late. And yeah, yeah. It had attached itself to the son and to the household basically. And it took quite a bit, a lot for them to rid themselves. And this was just a one time thing, Eddie. And so that's what I mean when when I say that this is a dangerous endeavor sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is good. It is, it is, I would rather persuade you to know something about it than to sit there and persuade you to come with me for a thrill because I won't do it, Eddie. I'm very picky now. I you used have to say, to be. come on, guys, let's go. No, you, you really you know? have to be because yeah. you never know what you're going to be dealing with. And I think the more you show up in places the more the entities there that are there get used to you the more you're going to be picking up on different types of activity uh there was one cemetery in particular and it was the one i told you about you know with the monolith and Mm -hmm. we would go back and go back and go back and we started picking up the same evp well i shouldn't say it's the same it was the same entity given us an EVP each and every time. And it had the same very uh, scratchy, deep voice. And uh, it, it started basically, every time we went out there, it was it was talking to us. It would say hello. It would say our names. Uh, it asked for a beer one time. And you could tell that this right here was probably a human entity, but... I mean, there's just times when you just never know. But the more you go back, the more these things open up to you because they know what you're trying to do. And that brings up another point, Eddie, that um, I, I have as far as we have these ghost hunts. And we have, I mean, it just like today I on my, uh, I got a request if I wanted to go to the Missouri State Penitentiary or what, whatever penitentiary that is. Um. A lot of people said that because of all the ghost hunts and everything that's going on with places like that, that the spirits move on. They can't handle that much um, of an audience all the time like that. I don't agree with that. I think if they're there in a a situation like that, especially in a prison, um, Joliet Prison is another one. All these prisons, if you really look at the prison situations, there are some horrendous, horrendous things that happen in prison. And these people that die in prison and everything, they're going to leave an imprint there for the rest of, for eternity. That's where they're, that's where they're going to be. Absolutely. Hi, Irma Linda. She's in the chat. How are you doing? Good. Good to see these people. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate you that. You haven't seen Irma in a while. I think she missed our last show. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, uh, we yeah. we missed our last show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. But Eddie, this is something that I, that was brought to my attention, and I thought, you know what? I think this is something we need to sit there and talk about, and and actually, actually relate to the people, and to our to the people that are in our, our chat and and in on the airways and everything, our concern about what's going on with our paranormal world. I know that you and I, Janice, everybody, Sonia, we have 
an integrity that we must uphold. We have a truth in what we say and what we do that once that's broken, you'll never get it back, Eddie. You'll never, ever get that trust in the people again. You'll ne- your name will never be the same in the paranormal community if you break that trust. Oh, absolutely. And that's what come. You know, that's how come I wanted to bring this to you and, 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 you know, share with you that this is something we need to endeavor to do is, is to continue to bring the truth about what the paranormal is and what we do with it. Now, Janice says, uh, been to Missouri State. It's dark. I think I have three videos on my YouTube at the bottom. If y'all get a chance, uh, visit Janice, uh, her YouTube channel and check out some of the stuff that she has on there. Pretty incredible stuff. And she's a very, very very professional and knowledgeable paranormal investigator. Y'all need to contact her if you have any questions as well. She's awesome. She is listed under the Neosho County Paranormal Society. And like you say, Eddie, she's very knowledgeable, very astute in what she says. And um, it's good that others, other investigators and other people in the field can talk and, and get together and literally actually talk about what's going on. Well, that's because the whole idea, to. Rick. And I mean, you have so many instances where different teams will not share information with others. And I think that's pretty sad. And it, uh, and it is. honestly, I will not associate myself with any team that closes its doors to other investigators or refuses to share the information that they've obtained. Because we're all in this together and we're all looking for the same thing as far as looking for the proof of life after death, looking for the fact that these spirits are out there. And personally and ourselves, as we all are investigators and we've had many uh, cases, we know the stuff is real, but it's being able to prove it's real to the rest of the world. Because, I mean, let's face it, that's what it all boils down to. Yeah. You're right. And sometimes, just like a courtroom, the burden of proof is upon what? The presenter. The presenter. And every time we present something to um, uh, to people and to anybody and everybody that's going on, I know, I know, Eddie, I was intrigued with the paranormal because it caught my attention. It was something that I wanted to learn. It was intriguing. It, it drew me like a moth to the flame, so to speak. And this is what's happening in a lot of situations with the people that are now entering the paranormal world is that let's get the equipment, let's spend money on this, and let's go out there and let's do this. We, there's a new show on with these three kids. It can't be over 20, I don't think. Now, but they're going all over the place. Yeah, and now Sonia made a good point. She said it's probably based on competing against other paranormal teams. And see, and that's where people mess up. It's yeah. not about competing. This isn't a competition over who gets what. It, it's not a competition at all. This is a field of study that everybody's interested in, or at least, you know, the, the true teams are. And it's about looking for new ways, thinking outside the box, trying to find new ways to communicate with the other side. Uh, Thomas Edison once said, there will come a day when we will be able to telephone the dead. And I truly believe that's going to happen. But we have to think outside the box. Sure, everything that we do right now as far as investigating, you know, the tools that we use, I mean, they're okay. 
they're not great because you can't duplicate the results. Because in order for it to become scientific, the results have to be duplicated. And if you can't duplicate the results, you have nothing in the scientific community. We may have our own personal feelings toward it, but in the scientific community, we still have nothing. So all of us need to think outside the box when dealing with the paranormal and look for new and improved ways to communicate that can be repeated. As long as we can repeat it each and every time, then we're doing good. Exactly. Thank you for that, Eddie, because you're exactly right. Um, Every one of us, you, me, Sonia, Janice, everybody that has been on investigations and know anything about investigations, we know without a shadow of a doubt, our personal experiences, Eddie. And I've had personal experiences, personal experience after personal experience after personal experience. And I can tell you about those personal experiences and it makes for a good story, Eddie, but that's all it is. Is a story. I cannot prove, yeah, I cannot prove to you what happened. I cannot tell you that this aura or this light was, you know, I can only tell you the story of what happened to me. And like you're talking about, unless we get that, I love the tech work you guys put in when you guys go to different locations and everything. Everybody needs to have somebody that is technical qualified. And that's another thing, Eddie, I wanted to bring up was the fact, know your equipment. If you're going to spend the time like you and me, Janice, and everybody that goes on investigations, know your equipment as to what it can and cannot do. When you when you go out on an investigation, be knowledgeable of what you're walking into, because what you're going to find sometimes, you don't know what you're going to find right. as, as far as that goes. And try new things. Don't be afraid to try something new that no one's tried before. Don't be afraid to maybe look around and see what other piece of equipment you can find. Because let's face it, everything that we use in, in paranormal investigations was designed and used for something else. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. We've just acquired it and started using it for our own good because it looked cool on TV when we first saw it. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing. Think outside the box. Look for something new. And if it works, share it. Like every investigation we go on, we try new and different experiments to see if we get something that can work, something that does work, and something that we can repeat each and every time. And this is what we do. We And, and that's part of our, our investigative type uh, tactics is that we get out there and we use different things we try different things we try different experiments because we are looking for something else something that we can completely recreate this atmosphere this entity or whatever the case may be each and every time use something different each and every time you go out it doesn't have to be extravagant it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be any of that stuff but Mm -hmm. try something different you know Use what you got, but try something different. Always take something different along to give it a try and see what the results are. I agree totally. Yes, I do. Because if we don't, then we we get stuck in a rut. Yes, sir. And a lot of the par- a lot of the paranormal world right now is stuck in that rut because we have one show after another, after another, after another, after another, and just like um, 
they were talking about. It's a competition. I'm glad you said what you said, Eddie, because for me and for you and everybody else that we know, it isn't a competition. No, it's not. Not at all. Now, Irma Linda says, I saw a uh, predictions program that by the end of this year, there will be aliens on Earth to teach us many things. I believe it. Many earthquakes are coming this year, too, all over the United States. And I I believe something's going to happen. You can kind of feel it. It's in the air. But I I do thoroughly, I I truly believe aliens are already here. Uh, They're just waiting for the proper time to come forward. Um, I think right now we're all looking pretty stupid to them with all the crap that's going on. But um, (laughs) then again, you know, it, it is what it is. And Janice says, many times I use toys you can buy cheaply at Walmart. Absolutely. See, so she's trying different things as well. And uh, Sonia says, every few years, give or take, there are tons of technology out there being built that is useful for paranormal investigations. Very true. You just got to get out there and look for them. But that's why I say, think outside the box. Don't keep staying in that one little box, that little circle that everybody's in with the same recorders and the same infrared cameras and all this other crap that we've the flashlights yeah, come on we've used for <laughs> years yeah it was all cool at first but come on give it a mm-hmm. rest that stuff's already that's old tech okay we need to move on look for some other stuff and uh not saying that the stuff that we're using isn't good but at the same time there's other things out there get out of that same rut that we stay in and and we're keep looking for the same uh we keep looking for or different results using the same equipment and it just doesn't work like that you know it, exactly. it, it's like that old saying goes you know uh if you continuously do the same thing and expect different results you know you're pretty much a fool because you're not going to yep. get it they've already been used into the dirt i mean this is yeah it's fun it's useful but don't get stuck in that use something new Get something, a, a new piece of equipment, a new tool, something to get out there and try because that's where it's going to make the difference. I agree totally, Eddie. And I also want to integrate into this um, conversation the fact the people that go out and spend thousands and thousands of dollars on equipment and go on these investigations and everything but don't know actually what is going on and everything. My advice to anybody and everybody that's listening right now is come go to somebody that has been on investigations. Don't start on your own. Okay. Even though I did because, well, just like Eddie said, we were young and dumb at one time, you know, but now it is getting to the point now to where you have to have knowledge of what's going on, Eddie. And it's, it's very imperative that if you're going to go into this field and you want to uh, go ahead and do this, get with somebody with knowledge. There's a lot of people out there. Janice is one of them. Sonia, Eddie, me. We've had the experience. I'm not going to say that I know everything. I will never, ever say that I know everything because I'm not a guru. I'm not an expert. I'm just somebody that's had life experiences in this field, just like Eddie and everybody else. And we're willing to share with you. We're willing to give you the knowledge that we have so that you can be better than what we were or we are. 
And uh, Sherry asked, can we ask questions here or no? Absolutely, Sherry. You can ask anything you'd like on here. Uh, we'll be more than happy to try and help you any way we can. You can put it on the chat. And there's always other people on the chat as well that may know even more than us. I mean, and that's, uh, we all learn off each other. I mean, um, like Rick said, we don't claim to know everything. We don't. But, you know, there's always somebody on here that may have had an experience that we didn't have and, and vice versa. So we help each other by trying our best to help people with questions as, as they show up. Now, also, uh, Janice said, what do you fellows think about the high dollar ITC? ITC is an actually a very awesome tool. And I think there's a lot more that's going to, that we can do with it. I think ITC is a new, it, it's the new EVP basically, uh, by, uh, using video and, and that kind of a thing as well as, as well as audio. I think it's probably that, that I think it's going to catch on more and more, but, uh, you can do ITC, you know, with a video camera and a television set and, uh, you know, get some pretty decent results on, uh, different types of, uh, people moving around or what we would possibly consider maybe entities or looking into the other side. And, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's a great tool, uh, personally, I think it's a little bit more difficult to set up and use in a lot of the places that we end up, but I think it's a, it's a great tool and I think it should be explored more. Um, she says, uh, me, I'm guilty. Uh, Jenna says me, I'm guilty, uh, but been doing this a long time. I could have bought a car. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think we all could have at one point in time. Yeah. That's how much money yeah. we dumped into it. Now, Sherry yeah. says on those paranormal social media channels or television specials, what do you think about those boxes that catch voices? They say they are spirit voices. What are those and how do they work? Are they legit? Personally, Sherry, me, and this is this is something that you're going to have to kind of figure out for yourself, but I think each person has a different perspective on those spirit boxes. Me, myself, I don't hold too much credence in them. I've used them and I've never been able to get really good results with it and sometimes you end up with results that have nothing to do with what you're asking but uh some people swear by them i mean it just uh it depends on the person i think you know as far as what you you know if you like them or not uh so i mean if you want to get one get one but you know just don't take everything that comes out of that box as being something from a spirit exactly <laughs> um, because basically any um let's explain maybe what some of the people might be wondering what a spirit box does. It goes through how many channels, Eddie? Oh, Hundreds. Oh, yeah. I mean, different all of them. All of them at one time. And and the outcome of, of what's going on on those radio channels and those broadcast channels and the air and everything else like that, it's hard telling what you're going to pick up. It may be something that's um, what you ask. I don't know. But generally speaking, with them going through all of those channels and those frequencies and everything, it's 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 a hit and miss for me. Yeah, and uh, no, Janice, this is actually being shown uh, just on Facebook, and it's uh, what I'm reading off of the board here is just on chat. And uh, you're right, that is ITC. 
but I think that each person needs to come up with their own. It's it's like if you're training somebody, you know, what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. Um, it, it It's like when you train somebody in the field, in, a, in the department, in the police department, and you're going over different things. I may be able to talk to somebody in a certain way, but yet you try it, it's not going to end well. But I think it's the person uh, behind whatever's using the tool or, you know, that actually makes the difference. Uh, like I said, what work, what might work for Rick could have disastrous effects for me and vice mm-hmm. versa. So you need to yeah. kind of explore uh, what you're able to do a little bit on your own. But... Uh, don't ever go anywhere by yourself. I mean, that that's probably one of the biggest mistakes some people make. Yes. And uh, Sonia says, yeah. most TV shows or channels, the producers are able to add or edit clips. And yes, and they do that. Uh, that's been proven time and time again. And Janice says, I like good old voice recorder and a camera and video camera. Yep. I mean, that's that's the go-to tools. But like I said before, you got to think outside the box too. So always take something new, something interesting, something that you find interesting and give it a try and and see what results you pick up on it because it's all about what you... Are you there, Eddie? We almost lost you, I think. Oh, heck. No, I'm here. But it's, okay. it's, it's, it's all about uh, what you feel works. And, uh, and, and that's the big thing. And Rick, we are out of time, my brother. You want to do some closing comments? Wow, it that went flew quick. by. Good gosh, that flew by, Eddie. It did. Well, I just, I just want to say again, people, beware of what you're doing. Okay, this field, this this uh, phenomenon, spectrophilia, it is just one of the myriad of different things that can happen. Okay, we are talking not only that in itself, but we're talking all the way up to possession, and that's what I wanted uh, caution people that are getting into this field now, the newbies and everybody else that are looking for evidence and everything else like that. Be knowledgeable, be aware, and be safe with what you're doing. Always go out with somebody that, that has experience and take somebody that, that you trust. And like I said, it's something that I think needs to be talked about more so now that it's becoming a phenomenon, as they said, and I really wasn't aware of that, Eddie, until I started looking into this and just exactly how far and how deep our impression of what we do hits so many people, Eddie. And I just wanted to bring that to the pre- to the present and uh, give an update on what's going on, Eddie. Thank you. That's very, very true, Rick. I mean, it, that that's about the most honest thing I think that uh, you could have said considering the topic. And you're right. I mean, this does affect a lot of people. And the, you, you can never have too much knowledge. And don't think you'll ever know everything because you won't. Um, it, this is an ever-learning field. Uh, you'll constantly be learning. And uh, if we had uh, James Toops in here tonight, James would be, uh, you, you know, he would be wanting to, to conjure <laughs> up a, a succubus, or in his case, maybe an incubus. You never know. <laughs> but... uh yeah, that I mean, it, it's this is a topic. I know we poke fun at a lot of things and we make a lot of jokes, but 
it's actually a very serious topic, everybody. So please be it careful is. when you're out, up and out and uh, you're doing your investigations or you go to a new place because you just really never know what you're going to dig up, you know, and, and it's uh, it can get bad in a hurry. But uh, I think that's about it for now. Uh, you all take care. Just want to let you all know that we love you guys. We thank you all for showing up. We thank you all for listening and adding into the chat and adding the questions. We appreciate that very much. And believe me, you can ask anything you like. There's no question that we consider stupid or dumb. Uh, exactly. You know, it's we, we try our best to try and inform people the best way we can. And uh, we just want everybody to be safe out there. That's the main thing. So until next Saturday, 8 o'clock p.m. Central, Paranormal Analytical, with uh, Rick Warren, myself, and... Hopefully, James Toops. <laughs> uh, y'all take care. Be be good. And uh, if you get anything cool when you're out and about, share it. Share it with yeah. us. We'd like to hear about it. Mm-hmm. So take care, everybody. Good night.